Donald Trump's attacks on Judge Tanya Chutkin have apparently inspired, excuse me, at least one of his supporters to call into Chutkin's office and issue a death threat. A death threat, by the way, not just against the judge, but also for some reason against Democratic Representative Sheila Jackson Lee. The woman, by the name of Abigail Joe Shry of Alvin, Texas, has been arrested after the Department of Homeland Security was alerted to a phone message that this woman left that not only used several racial epithets to describe the African-American women, but also threatening to kill them. Let me read this. This is from a, a, a local uh, Texas station, WUSA 9. Here's what they said. According to the complaint, Shry admitted to Department of Homeland Security investigators she left the voicemail, which began, hey, you stupid slave, followed by a racial epithet, and then proceeded to threaten to kill anyone who went after Trump. That list included Chutkin and Lee, all Democrats in Washington, D.C., and all people in the LGBTQ community, investigators wrote. You are in our sights. We want to kill you, Shry allegedly said at one point, later adding, if Trump doesn't get elected in 2024... We are coming to kill you, so tread lightly, bitch. So it's not just the judge, not just Sheila Jackson Lee. It's everyone on the opposite side of the political aisle. If Trump doesn't win, we're coming to kill you. Life, life in prison. I'm sorry. That's, That's what this individual needs. She is unhinged, in my opinion. She is not well, and she should not be a member of society making threats like this. But this is what this kind of rhetoric does. Donald Trump knows exactly what he is doing when he goes out there and threatens this judge. He doesn't have to be explicit about it because his supporters are not all there and they take it, they interpret it, they twist it, and then they do radical things. Radical things like storming the Capitol because he said we got to fight like hell. Radical things like threatening to kill everyone because he's being prosecuted for things he did. This is cult-like. And I know that phrase cult gets thrown around all the time with the MAGA freaks. I use it a lot, but that's because it is. This isn't normal behavior. A a normal, rational person, even the most partisan of people out there is not going to pick up a phone and call somebody and say, I'm going to kill you because you're going after my favorite politician, my favorite human being. That's the kind of person that needs round the clock psychiatric care. And I hope that this woman gets that. Okay. I do not want to see her just thrown into a jail cell and forgotten about. These people need help and we do as a society have to get them that help. Locking them away isn't enough because if we don't fix what's wrong, when they come out of there, guess what's still there? Those homicidal tendencies. We need true rehabilitation. And if that doesn't happen, if she cannot be rehabilitated, then she should not be released plain and simple. But that threat I just read to you, as I said, it's not just against the judge. It's not just against, you know, a uh, representative Sheila Jackson Lee. She specifically mentions the LGBTQ community, which as far as I've seen, they have not had a concerted effort, uh, to take down Trump. So that's just a little bit of homophobia, homophobia tossed in for the hell of it. 
these people are sick. And this is going to continue to happen as long as Donald Trump continues to run his mouth. It is now incumbent upon these judges, any judge, I don't care which judge it is, but one of them has to shut this guy up because his supporters are ready to kill for him. You know, folks, we spent a lot of time going after Donald Trump. I mean, there's a lot to go after him for uh, his horrible administration, obviously all of his legal problems. But sometimes we forget in the midst of it all that Trump's a person, too. And apparently he is a person that actually has human emotions uh, such as embarrassment and shame. And he let us know that in a post on Truth Social where he whined about the fact that Fox and Friends on Fox News um, keeps using an unflattering picture of him that he says is too big and orange and, you know, shows off his unflattering chin. Here is what Donald Trump put on Truth Social (laughs) on Thursday morning. He said... I'm sorry for laughing. I know he's got feelings. He's a human being. Here's what he said. Why doesn't Fox and Friends show all of the polls where I am beating Biden? By a lot. They just won't do it. Also, they purposely show the absolutely worst pictures of me, especially the big orange one with my chin pulled way back. They think they are getting away with something they're not. Just like 2016 all over again, and then they want me to debate? Just like 2016, they were showing bad pictures of me. And in 2017 and 2018 and 2019, 2020, 2021, 2022. And of course, today, just showing bad pictures of me where I'm orange and my chin is pulled back. Donald, look, I get it. I look horrible in photos, too. Do you know why? because I'm not attractive and it's taken me time, but, but, but I've accepted that. I get it, right? I, I'm not a model. I, I am not somebody that people look at and like, dang, look at that guy. No, nobody is saying that looking at me. And once you come to that realization and you become okay with that, life's a little better. Yeah, I don't look great in pictures, but it's not because they're using unflattering angles and all this. It's because I don't look good. And I'm hoping, Donald, that maybe you'll come to that realization too, but I think you're just a little too vain to come to it. Like, why are they using ugly pictures of me? Um, Because that's how you look. I'm orange in this picture. Dude, you're orange in real life. And and you're doing that to yourself. Like you don't have to look orange. You are making the decision to put on the fake tanner. Cause there's plenty of photos, by the way, where you're not orange. You like when you're out on the golf course, you're not orange, but then you go give a speech, you're orange. I mean, we're not doing that. That's not clever photography. That's not bad lighting. That's because you put the stuff on to look orange. Your chins, you don't like it. Hit the gym, bud. You know, grow a beard. Hey, it works wonders. Trust me. But either way, don't complain about the photos that they're using because that is in fact what you look like. Also, is that really, really where your mind should be right now? I mean, 
you got those horrendous indictments in Georgia this week. You got three other indictments before that 91 different charges against you. You're facing 727 years in prison and you're worried about the photographs that they're using of you. I mean, let's, let's straighten out our priorities. And of course, to address the uh, first fact that you brought up in the post on truth social here, why aren't they showing the polls where you're beating Biden by a lot? Uh, the answer to that is even simpler than why are they showing ugly photos of you? They show ugly photos of you because that's how you look. They don't show the polls where you're beating Biden because those don't exist. I have said this a million times. I'm going to say it again, just so everybody remembers. It has not been since March of this year where any polls have consistently show, showed, uh, shown, excuse me, that Donald Trump is beating President Biden in head-to-head matchups. Sorry, Donald. That's just the way it is. You have to accept the polls just like you have to accept the fact that that's what you look like. So Mike Lindell, founder and CEO of MyPillow, this week is hosting yet another uh, symposium of sorts where he had teased us about a month and a half ago that he was going to reveal the plan that God himself or herself had given to him to save democracy here in the United States. So yesterday, Lindell took the stage and, uh, you know, was prepared to tell everybody how he personally, through God, of course, is going to save the United States. And, uh, unfortunately for, for the pillow man, Jimmy Kimmel had other plans. Now it's not that Jimmy Kimmel showed up there or that Jimmy Kimmel called in. It's that Mike Lindell apparently played the wrong video. And instead of showing us how he's going to save America, turned it to a video of Jimmy Kimmel making fun of him. Here's what happened. Take a look. This summit is all about hope and the plan to secure our elections immediately. I want you I want you to watch this video and see if you all remember this. They're attacking his power grid. No, no, Please no, this is the wrong Mike one. Lindell. This is the wrong one. <laughs> Hold on. Well, that's coming. Um, yeah, I, I'd say we should totally trust the guy who can't sort through his own video files to show us that voter fraud 100% exists in the United States, right? I mean, the guy can't keep his own PowerPoint in line and we're supposed to believe him when he tells us that he has all of this you know, cyber evidence, the cyber guys are doing this. We got it all. We're going to, um, yeah. So Kudos to Jimmy Kimmel for doing absolutely nothing, but still managing to completely disrupt Mike Lindell's symposium. Um, I got to tell you, I, I am a little disappointed. I was really hoping we were going to get to know God's plan to save the United States. But Mike Lindell actually did tell the crowd that he is not going to present any evidence of voter fraud at this little symposium. So that's a little disappointing, right? I mean... You know, that's kind of his thing, but he told everybody at the start of it, you know, I'm not presenting any new voter fraud evidence. I'm not even going to do that because I've already done plenty, right? He's like, I've already proven that. So I don't need to do it. I'm just going to tell you how to save democracy. And for more on saving our democracy, here's Jimmy Kimmel. Cause I don't know how to run a computer. <laughs> how anyone 
in this country takes this man seriously blows my mind. Now, I know if you're watching this, obviously you don't take Mike Lindell seriously. I think it's fairly obvious at this point that I don't take him seriously. But the sad reality that we have to face is that there are plenty of people who do. There are plenty of people in the United States of America today that look at Mike Lindell and they say, there is a man who is saving our country. There is a man that has exposed rampant corruption across the board. There is a man who is the very future of this country itself. That is the most terrifying part. Obviously throughout human history, there've been weirdos, right? There've been wackos. There's been the village idiot. And it's always been relegated to like that one individual, you know, screaming on the street corner. Everybody's like, ah, oh, yeah, that's a, uh, that's old Joe. Everybody knows him. You know, he's, he's uh, not harmful at all. He's just sitting there yelling. But today it's not just people screaming on a street corner because it's people that actually have money and power that have become the village idiots. It's those types of people that have the large followings on social media. They have it, you know, on, on, on YouTube. They don't have to go out and look like a lunatic on the street corner because they can now do it from a nice posh studio. They're still yelling crazy crap at you all day, but they just look professional now while they do it. The village idiot trope has now been elevated. And unfortunately, millions of Americans every day buy into what those village idiots are telling them. 15, 20 years ago, and all the time before that, these people were easy to ignore. But thanks to social media, they're right in our face every single day. And the worst part is, the audiences of those village idiots are far larger, unfortunately, than anything that any of us have on the left. this week, Donald Trump promised us that he was going to go to Georgia next Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern, actually. Had date, time, location, all of that planned out. He's going to go to Georgia and at 11 a.m. he's going to hold a press conference where he said he is going to finally, of course, release his final report showing all of the evidence of all of the voter fraud that took place all over the state of Georgia. And of course, he says that this evidence he has that he didn't release any time in the last two and a half years, you know, even before he was indicted, which probably would have been a better time to release it if you actually had it. Uh, he's finally going to release it because they're still finishing it up. <laughs> you know, we just need like two more days after two and a half years, but we've got it and I'm going to present it on Monday. His supporters are super excited, right? They're totally ready. They're like, oh, great. We're going to finally get rid of these indictments and move on and show that Trump actually won. But there's one group of people that is terrified of Donald Trump going to Georgia and making this presentation. And it's not anybody on the left. We're not afraid of it at all. We welcome it. It's Trump's own lawyers. Because now, according to reports, Trump's lawyers are begging him, for the love of God, don't do what you say you're going to do. Because the lawyers, believe it or not, and this is kind of a shock to me, are not completely stupid. I mean, let's face it. They're mostly stupid, but they're not like a hundred percent dumb. And those lawyers do understand that when you go to Georgia, 
whatever you say, whatever you do, hell, even if you don't go to Georgia with it, if you try to do this anywhere, even if you post it on social media, they're going to use it against you in court. You are going to further implicate yourself in the very things that they're charging you for. In other words, don't do it. That is the advice that reportedly Trump is getting from his lawyers. The problem is it's too late. I mean, shouldn't y'all have been kind of having roundtable discussions with him before he made his big announcement? Not to mention how many times has Donald Trump made a big grand announcement that he was going to be somewhere or do something and then not followed through. Like you can tell him all day long until Monday at 11 AM that if you do this, you're going to go to prison and he'll still do it. Now, maybe he'll back off. Maybe he'll understand if his lawyers can break it down into small enough words for him that if you do this, you are screwed. But then again, he's already promised his supporters and he understands the optics better than anybody. And he knows that if he now cancels this appearance, it's going to make him look even worse. And he's going to look like a liar that actually doesn't have the evidence that he swore he had. So he put himself as per usual into a trap, a trap that he himself set. Now his lawyers are saying, please come out of the trap. And he's like, I, I, I don't know if I come out of the trap, I'm going to look like an idiot. And they're like, but you're in a trap. You already look like an idiot. Please don't look like an even bigger idiot by struggling in the trap and getting yourself more tangled. So we'll have to wait and see what happens. As of right now, as far as we know, Trump is still going to go on to Georgia. He's going to make his presentation and prosecutors are going to be there writing every bit of it down, filming it and using it against him in court because Trump doesn't listen to his lawyers. He would rather try this case in public than try it in the courtroom. And there is no way, there is no universe in existence where that is going to be the smart strategy. Thanks for listening to today's Fair and Balanced Daily. Stay up to date with all of our content by finding us on YouTube at youtube.com slash fairandbalanced and follow me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at fairandbalanced.